0: everybody. I know it's been a long time since you've heard us. We missed y'all. I know y'all might have missed us. I hope hopefully y'all missed us. Um, We're back. Today, the name of the game is catching up with the WNBA. Uh, We we are a bit off schedule. Life happens uh we're both in grad school um we've uh we've had week-long vacations we've had uh COVID scares and you know situations where we've had to battle covid and whatnot and it's been it's been a time you know this summer has been interesting um and with that being said the summer of the WNBA has been very fascinating to watch it's a very tight-knit and close race Uh, the commissioner's cup championship is tomorrow the aces and sky will face off the two best teams in the league at the moment based on record and everything's great (laughs) everything is gravy as they say so uh zach how how have you been? It's been a while.
1: Yes. Shout out to the 12 listeners for holding it down and uh, waiting for us to come back. But here we are. I've been all right. Just been, like you said, busy, literally quite literally minding the business that pays me um, while we do this. Unfortunately, we don't get paid for it. So sometimes it's like on the back burner. That is just the reality. Cause we don't do things we don't get paid for. Um, you know, <laughs> right. Right is due the first of the month. So, but um, yeah, just been, you know, same old, same old. Got a cat now. Shout out to my son Gilbert. Um, yeah, it's pretty much pretty much it.
0: Fire, fire, fire. Now, what are your thoughts on the current state of the WNBA and like
1: how how things have gone so far? Hmm. Well, I think the first thing I want to mention is uh, the Aces. I just kind of I'm really interested in how they can you remember last year or a few years prior, I guess the running thing was that they shoot zero three-pointers no matter what. And you know, Bill Lambier has, um, since been released and Becky Hammond is the coach now. And now the, their style is very different. They don't play two centers anymore. AJ Wilson is now the center with Liz candidate now in LA and Kelsey plum has been unleashed. And their offense is just – the offense is a lot different different than what it was a couple of couple years – last couple of years, excuse me. Um, but they're very interesting to me. They're currently 28-8. They, they've had a – hit a bit of a rough patch recently. AJ Wilson's looking like she's probably going to win MVP again. Kelsey Plum leads the team in scoring, but I think it's clear, it's obvious, AJ Wilson is the best all-around player. I'd rather have – I'd rather have her have the ball than Kelsey Plum and thinks when push comes to shove, and that is – one thing I'm going to be looking out for when the playoffs start, that's one concern I have. I feel like the aces aren't, are not kind of letting, like Kelsey Plum is great, but when she's not having a great night, she still shoots a lot of shots, which is no confidence is great, but she is a small guard. She doesn't offer much beyond her ability to score the ball. And when she's not doing that, it could just be a problem. So this is interesting to see how they how they handle that whether or not they ran it in a little bit, or if they just allow her to continue being the second, she is second in the league in scoring right now. So let me not act like she's just a chucker, but I just feel like it's something to look out for, especially in a playoff setting. The game, the game, you know, the game is always a little different across, it's a little more physical. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Although we do, as I, as I'm sure you remember last playoff run she had, she definitely was still getting buckets. So that'd be fun to see. Um, yeah, Chicago, once again, is – well, last year they were like a Cinderella story. But it's funny because now this year they are the first seed. And like you said, them and the Aces are one and two. I'm glad the Mystics finally have Deladon back. That top five, honestly, is just very, very, very tough. They're all a few within a few games of each other. And the sad, the sad part is one of those teams is going to have – not going to have home court at all. Right now it's Washington, the fifth seed. Like they're not having home court unless somebody upsets one of the top the other top four seeds uh yeah that's just where i'm looking at now i guess we'll get into the other teams later i want to talk about everybody right now yeah just interesting connecticut's pretty well rounded now too they got courtney williams mm-hmm. just like that that top five those top five teams are just very very well rounded very solid they have a lot of all-star talent um, like split amongst just those five teams in, in general or alone mm-hmm. but yeah what were some things you want to touch on uh I I, I kind of want to,
0: you know, tack on to what you were leaving off with, which is kind of like the parody this year, where it felt like there were two teams and then there was everybody else the past couple years, more so than not. And the top five are within four games of each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then the next four, the next four teams all have 12 wins and then the next two teams have 10 wins. So basically the whole league is right next to each other, basically. Yeah. I really am enjoying that. And I mean, you kind of can see what's going on in each section. I think like the, the, the top five teams are the teams with premier talent, the, the, the stars of the league are, you know, are mostly filled, filled up within that five. And then the next the next group is is full of youth, like the wings, for example. And I would say youth and misfortune, kinda in a way. Phoenix definitely. Phoenix is Phoenix. Mis- yes, absolutely. Because I feel like Phoenix, uh, Phoenix would be they would at a minimum, I, I would say, have eighteen wins if Brittany Grinder was in the lineup. Yeah. And speaking of that, free Brittany Griner. I, I hope that she comes home soon. I really, really hope that she comes home soon. Um, everyone misses her. We all miss her. We miss her game. We miss her as a person. And I mean, I I can I can only say but so much. I mean, it, it's kind of what everybody's been saying,
1: right? Yes, mm. yeah. It's, you know, it's been what was it February? It's almost been like six months. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just it's crazy. And like uh, she pled guilty or whatever. I think more they're saying that like if she pleads guilty, then they can do like a prisoner swap or some something or the other. But like regardless, it's been like it's 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 been dumb long for something that's just not that like, like the crime does not justify the punishment kind of deal. I,
0: absolutely. And on top of that, to me too, like, what am I looking for here? I think part of the reason why this to me sheds a light on a even bigger issue in my opinion, um, because her, her Uh, her wife eloquently pointed out that the reason why she was traveling in the first place was because she was going to Russia to make more money to play basketball over there because, you know, they, they actually pay from, from my understanding, they pay better over there. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And it's like, this this is this is a part this is a part of the consequences of gender inequity in 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 sports and in general just gender inequity everywhere. Um, if the league did more to give players the funds and, and access and everything and the resources that they needed they wouldn't have to go play in other countries and all and do all this other stuff like you got people who are djs you got people who run businesses outside of work um who do everything under the sun aside from just playing basketball And it makes for like and i, I mean i guess their lives are interesting but at the same time i'm sure life is difficult for them
1: You know all right? Um, it's like the the lack of uh consistently being in one place, yeah, year round, he def- that's definitely t- would take a toll on someone for sure. Like yeah, and, and um even with like with
0: with Schuyler Diggins because you know early in the season Schuyler Diggins, uh, Schuyler Diggins Smith pointed out that there was issues with traveling and that you know like I feel like. These are legit stars that, that you have in the, the, the WNBA who are extremely talented. And I feel like they need to be treated as such. Like, I feel like this should be the only thing that they have to do and they should be treated like stars. Um, like LeBron and like they, KD and you know other NBA players don't have to do anything else. Like they do other stuff willingly and other stuff because it's, you know, it, it, it makes sense, but not because they have to.
1: All right. Yeah. The, the, um, the minimum salary players definitely do need to do something else outside of WNBA. Like that is, that is like, especially with things going up every, with everything going up price-wise, the minimum salary players definitely do need to have a second thing going on. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so it's not just like the Britney Grinders, It's just like the uh, like random player X. Like you know they need yeah. You know, it's yeah. They're the ones who are also they're the ones who are affected the most by the current financial situation with the WNBA. Absolutely, yeah. It hurts the people
0: on the bottom of the league because Brittany's at the top of the league and she has to go overseas to make money. Imagine somebody who's not a, a star like her right having to go somewhere else and having to do something else to survive right so yeah i, I just yeah i my, the, it, there was already light being shed on the issue but i think that this is something that i think can help shed even more light on that topic and i think that they gotta push the lead forward and get more for the players
1: right but um you know that you did Mention Phoenix. If you know, looking at like you said, there are a lot of teams have twelve wins. Let's see, the house has twelve. LA has twelve. Atlanta mm-hmm. has twelve. Phoenix has twelve. So that's kind of looks like the locked in. Actually, no, that's nine teams with twelve wins or nine teams with twelve wins or more. Right. So like Phoenix and Atlanta are fighting for that last spot right now. Yep. I guess I'll ask, what do you who do you think is going to get who do you think is going to get that eight seed, or who do you think is going to get six through eight? I should
0: say. Uh, six to eight, six to eight. That's a great question. I wanna definitely say I definitely think that the sparks will land one of those spots. I don't know, however, which spot I'm not a hundred percent sure because it's such a tight race. Mm-hmm. Um, I do definitely think, um, however, that the sparks will land one just based on experience. And star power, although they have struggled in certain ways, um, yeah, I think I think it'll be L.A. Uh, and also to be I, and like w- I, we can't necessarily rule out New York and uh, Minnesota just yet either because they're only a couple games behind. They both have ten wins, but I, I would say L.A. for sure. I think Phoenix will rally and gain a spot, and then I'll probably say Dallas would claim the the eighth spot. All right. So I would say L.A. Phoenix and Dallas in that order to claim the last three spots. I think that Dallas with with Arike, Unguaboale, my favorite player. I'm not, you know. I'm not a, uh, I'm not shy about it. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I think their experience from last year will rally them, you know, they'll rally and they'll get in. I think that Phoenix even without Brittany Griner, they will figure it out. I think that they have enough veteran experience. Also a team just coming off of the finals. And I, yeah, I just, I just think that they have what it takes to get in there and also uh, Tina Charles was a huge pickup, right? I mean, she's on, she's on the oh storm oh no 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 no. My bad. Tina Charles is on the storm now. My apologies. Make no, it, bro. She was a huge pickup for the storm, but what I meant to say was they're getting a huge boost from the the players that played in like last year's tournament
1: like last year's playoffs. All right. Sylvie Cunningham had a couple, a few. There are I say several big games <laughs> <laughs> at this point, right? All right. At this point, I think she keeps racking them up. Yeah,
0: Skylar diggins Smith, um Skylar Digging Smith is balling. Like she's she's playing out of her mind. Um so i would definitely i definitely wouldn't roll them out you got dt as always yeah, who's good and i mean uh, their issue i think will be depth again this year mm-hmm. um and you know looking at their record they play well at home not good on the road so i don't think they'll go far in the playoffs but i do believe that they can get in.
1: All right, you never know because with the way you know how WNBA is single elimination mm-hmm. in the first two rounds, like you really don't know. Absolutely, so I I I think those teams will ultimately get it done. Yeah, it's just very funny because, like you were saying earlier, the league just split up in three tiers. It's like that top five tier, that middle tier, and then uh the Indiana tier. Basically, yeah, basically, <laughs>
0: literally, Indiana is really in their own.
1: Their own, their own pile of pile of shit. <laughs> they I are just know.
0: bad. They gotta
1: sell the franchise. I feel like they do something different. Something's gotta change. They just keep missing on their draft. Like they get in high graphics, they just miss every single time. <laughs> like, damn, bro.
0: Yeah, Kelsey Mitchell is having a good year, but I mean, it's it's all for naught. Alyssa um, Smith is playing is playing a solid. You know, is playing solid as well. Uh, they only they have three players on the team that average ten points or more, so that, that's pretty that's pretty bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I just wanted I just wanted to wanted to shit on them real quick. But um, Atlanta's interesting because uh, you know they have they have the clear rookie of the year, Ryan Howard. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, thirty shots yesterday. <laughs> whoo. They gave her the grit, the biggest. She got the biggest green light in the league. She has to. She her or Kelsey Plum. Is. I don't know who. I don't know who. Yeah, and probably Stewie. Yeah, not definitely Stewie deserves the biggest green light in my opinion. Yeah, but and Skylar Diggins Smith too, because Scarlett Diggins Smith. Uh, I mean,
0: but I I feel like with the loss of uh of uh Brittany Griner, you kind of
1: kind of got to give people more shots. Yeah. In that way. Yeah, that's uh, like. That, that's a, a large portion of their offense yeah. that they don't have now yeah
0: but I, yeah it, it's, it's going to be a very interesting playoff. i think this year might be even more interesting than last year's playoffs to be completely honest yeah. with you
1: yeah last year's playoffs has had a lot of upsets right um you know it's hard to predict when that so like like we were saying single elimination, so it's just hard to predict with this with the, the the WNBA. Their playoff format really is trash, but it does allow for some some surprises, I guess. But I don't know. I just feel like that. I feel like the Aces are getting back to the finals this year. It Chicago. I just don't really. I can see Connecticut making some making some noise. I can see Connecticut upsetting. I'm about to say you don't see nobody. I, I, I,
0: with my with my little blunder I do want to bring that back around because. Tina Charles going to the storm. I think plugs in something big that I think they were really missing.
1: hmm for sure
0: a true interior force. And I think that. You now have someone who can compete with a john Cuel jones somebody who can compete with a. Asia wilson in the interior because i they have the perimeter game and i think you know stewie and sue bird are are you know our terrific duo but i think that they've added like um, they've added a huge mid-season addition that i think can really set them up well in crunch time playoff situations
1: I uh, definitely, like, it definitely, uh, I don't feel, like, uh, confident in that. So, that's just what I believe is most likely to happen. Right. But, yeah, you know, like you're saying, uh, Seattle, you can't sleep on them. They're very motivated to get this this championship. Super's last season. They want it bad. Um, Absolutely. And the Aces are just, like, as we've seen, they're just prone to uh, some some uh, off performances at times in the last couple of playoffs. So. That's something to look out for. Mm -hmm. And the problem too with the
0: the Aces, their defense is pretty bad. When you like when you pay attention, like if you pay attention to the numbers, there they have by far the best offense in the NBA, Mm -hmm. well the WNBA, but they also have one of the worst defenses in the WNBA. So, like in comparison to all the teams that are chasing them right now. Um, like in that, or like in the same bracket with like more than 12 wins, they have the worst defense out of all five of those teams. Oh, yeah. And it's, and actually it's, it's like, it's, it's like by a four point margin because the remainder of like the top. Okay. So the top five teams in the WNBA all they four of those teams are the top four defenses in the WNBA. Gotcha. The the Mystics are the top defense, giving up seventy five a game. The Storm give up seventy six point three. The Sun give up seventy seven point eight, and the Sky give up seventy nine point five, which are all respectable numbers. Yeah. And those are four of the top five teams right now, record wise and defense wise. But the aces give up eighty four point seven.
1: Yeah, that's a lot. Especially that's a that's alarming. Three minute quarters. That's a decent. That's a pretty high number. Yeah, that is quite
0: alarming. I mean, it 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 it, it, it kind of comes down to their pace of play because, again, as you said, like they place they're smaller now, and like with Asia Wilson, you know, being the true big, and they they've moved pieces in and out and like they play a more guard oriented game. Uh, It, it, you know, it lends itself to them having to score a lot of points, but. I think that in a scenario where they would have an off night, it could be a very scary situation for them in in a single elimination situation. Right
1: so yeah like you're saying their offense definitely is like like their first in three-point percentage fourth in field goal percentage first in field goal attempts so to be first in attempts and in, in top five in the in percentages you know that's something that's no, nothing to sneeze at or, mm-hmm. and then uh they're a solid off they're a solid rebounding team or a good rebounding team top five right top three in assists top three and tops but like you said the that points per game is like not up there given the league's only 12 teams if it's not top five it's kind of like yeah mm, yeah i mean they they average i mean they average 90 which is like
0: again their defense in comparison to the top five team to the other like remainder of the top five is alarming but they also are considered a considerably higher scoring team than everybody else is so i think it just yeah. it just lends itself to pace of play mm-hmm. and uh i think you're gonna have to be be mindful like for them they're gonna have to be really mindful of the pace of game that they play when they play with some of these teams like um right now as it's currently slated they would they would probably see who like um
1: connecticut i guess
0: probably yeah like connecticut um and um let me see hold on you know the first two teams get that buy, right so. okay so okay so okay in a hypothetical you've got connecticut well oh they get two buys right top c gets two buys. and then the yes, second the, the top c gets two buys. so right now
1: as it currently stands Oh, no, you're right. The top two seeds get two buys right? The top three and four get one, right? Mm-hmm. And six through eight play single elimination, Correct? right?
0: Yes, right. So as it, yeah, as it currently stands, Washington would host Atlanta. I think I, I, I think I think we both know who wins that. Yeah. Uh, Dallas and L.A. plays a really interesting game. That would be a fun one to watch. Yeah. Um. I think it's reasonable. Okay, so like Washington and Seattle will be a very, very fascinating game. And I think Connecticut mops the floor with the other team that survives. Um, so basically, let's say it's basically the eight, like right now as it stands, it would be the Aces playing the Sun.
1: Yeah, that's a scary matchup. For
0: Ultimately
1: right a lot of long defenders
0: yes a lot of long defenders and you're talking about the third ranked defense in the WNBA. and a team that has John jonquil jones that you would that that asia wilson would, would have her hands full with mm-hmm. so that would be tough yeah that would be a tough matchup and and the thing too about the the thing too with with Connecticut, they're very balanced offensively.
1: Yeah, they are very, very, very beautifully balanced. With they have like four or five players who can run the show. Mm-hmm. It can be any anybody's
0: night. Yeah. Um, they don't have anyone on their team that averages fifteen or more points a game but they have they have five players that average at least 11 right so yeah that balance is terrific
1: so that would be that would be interesting yeah i might i might have to uh eat my word soon you <laughs> know I mean, seasons uh eight, eight more games left for most teams i think everybody's at eight left at this point right but um I might have to eat my word soon, but that's just how I'm feeling right now. So you feeling the sky? You feeling the sky and the aces? I don't feel the sky, aces final. Cause the sky are kind of just like they got their championship and they're just they're confident. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're cooking. They're cooking. They're confident. They don't go out. They they go out there and handle business. You know the guy they added a uh, Emma Misaman and she's mm-hmm. been hooping. Fire! Great pickup. She's been Like that's one. That's one interesting, interesting thing about Chicago is like they have the best record, but they probably don't have like a quote unquote MVP player. Oh no, um,
0: they're very they're similar. They're similar in, in to uh Connecticut, but they do it better. They don't have yeah. anybody. They also they're, they 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 also don't have a player that averages fifteen points a game or more. But they have six players that average ten. Or more points a game right so yeah you got yeah so their balance is great and they also play great defense yeah. Chicago, yeah yeah chicago is the fourth ranked defense in the wnba so that would that would be a terrific that would be a terrific matchup either way me personally if that were to be the matchup I I would take Chicago. Just because although they do play small, they defend very well, so I I would roll with them. I think i would go the other way. You'd go Chicago. You'd go Chicago. No, I said I think I go the other way. I think I go. To well, Chicago? Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, I think I go to Las Vegas. Mm. I just think they're like. How do I put this? I feel like the Aces, like top end. Talent, mm-hmm. I think they're the better team, mm-hmm. like top end. And I think, to that point, it doesn't matter if that if that plays out that way. If the top end plays out. If both teams are doing what they're supposed to do, the Aces ultimately would win. But I think yeah, yeah.
0: the only reason why I would challenge that is because of the fact that I feel like it was kind of the same thing a year ago. Like, top end, you had Brittany Griner. You had, like, Brittany Griner... To, throughout the playoffs, pound for pound, Brittany Griner was probably the best player in the entire playoffs. Oh, for sure, pound for pound. So I, I think, uh, and, and 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 like Skylar Diggins Smith and Deanna Tarazi, I think they dealt with that just fine.
1: Yeah, but my rebuttal to that comment is just like the Phoenix Suns was like, or excuse me, Phoenix Mercury. It's like, yeah, you got those, you got um, Skylar Diggins, Danis Rossi, and um, Brittany Griner. But after that, everyone else is like, like, we're, we're talking like two K rings, everyone else is like a seven. The next highest player is like a 77, you know what I mean? Like, like so like the aces the aces 30. are not, yeah, like she's probably like the next highest, next best. And she's mm-hmm. not, while she's had some good games, she's not like a, a star by any means. I feel you, but the aces don't have like you know, they have Asia Wilson, they have Kelsey Plum, they have Chelsea Gray. They got um, Jackie Young is having a great season. She was an all-star this year. Mm-hmm. Like they have a number of, of uh, good players on that team. Mm-hmm. It like, it's not like you walk up, uh, like Chicago, Like they kind of just took Brittany Griner out of the game. Everybody else kind of just fell apart after that because mm-hmm. while Skylar Diggins and Dan Tarossi can still do their thing, everybody else is very dependent on the gravity of Brittany Griner and the things that she does. So yeah, I just think the Aces, like like you said, Chicago's well equipped, but the Aces do have a lot of a lot of um, great players. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's something I would. Look, I'm interested to see. I, I just want to. I just hope because I, like, you know, the Aces are my favorite WNBA team. Although I might have to go to the Myst, I I might have to the Mystics just because they're the quote unquote hometown. But um. <laughs> I just want to see, AJ Wilson's is my favorite player, so that's really how it is. This really just comes out of that. I just want to see her get that ring because she's probably gonna get that second MVP. Yeah, now,
0: I pers- I personally think that the Storm will make it to the finals this year. I like it. Yeah, I, I like the fact that they kept their team. Um, they have Stewie playing playing very well. Their defense, they, they have the good defense. And then on top of that, again, the acquisition of Tina Charles, I think was is huge and is going to be it's going to play dividends in big game situations because bigs, uh, this is like a like bigs are very important in the WNBA.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: If you can get if you can get one, I mean, in basketball in general, if you can get a big that can control the floor, you can win a lot. Yeah. So I get what I, you're saying. I think that's something that they like. Natasha Howard was a good interior presence defensively, but she's not
1: what Tina Charles is offensively on a low block. Yeah, like that low post score definitely. <clears throat> excuse me, is definitely important in WNBA. Still, mm-hmm. Chicago. Chicago won without like a low post offensive anchor. Mm-hmm. Last year, like in you know, that five, they won with that five out offense. Mm-hmm. Which, um, you know, that's something we were talking about last last finals. Like, you know, seeing how that stylistically that is what's gonna work out. Um, mm-hmm. you know, in this that's, with the way things are going now, that's it is gonna. Buck the trend of you know you need that back to the basket big. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just curious to see what happens. Yeah, but
0: also I think too with them, I think that you could argue like Asia Wilson, you could argue right now who's the best pound for pound player, and you can't you can't go in that conversation without mentioning Stewie's
1: name. You can't yes. you can't go without mentioning Asia Wilson and uh, Brianna Stewart right now. I think I think they are one and two. I think right. it's a little better, but AJ Wilson, it definitely is my book number two. And I certainly I could argue myself into, into talking to her as my number one in my own head, but I think Brianna Stewart just does a little bit more of everything. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. So yeah. I think having the best player, adding another really good player,
0: and then having the motivation of, of, of a legend retiring.
1: I think it, it can get them there. So that's, that's just my thought. No, nah, they definitely can. Like, like, like when you were saying earlier that top five, it's if any of those teams wins, it's not like a, the world is going to be shocked. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, like that, like yeah. You can see why any of those top five would be the champion, but mm-hmm. some are just more likely to than others. Mm-hmm. Something in me would love though, would
0: love I-, I would I would love to see um a Liberty and Wings matchup. I don't think we're gonna get it, but I would love to see it. Right,
1: if Liberty were to like boss up and get get to the playoffs. Yes, yeah, so I would love to see the Liberty and the Mystic, and then and- the Wings play each other. But that won't happen. Yeah, that Benajalani injury injury kind of <sighs> throughout their whole season. Yeah, I- I- that was so
0: unfortunate because. The Liberty could have actually been a a decent team this year. Yeah,
1: cuz like you know they have Sabrina Unescu, and she's great. But like last last season at least, Laney might have been one where argue she was you could argue she was the best player on the team last year.
0: Mhm. Yeah, with those injuries though. Yeah, that sucks. Um ooh, losing Laney and losing Brittany Griner, and that's not an injury. That's you know we talked about that. That's just an unfortunate circumstance and an issue that I think needs to be resolved sooner than later. Like now, um, it kind of st- it kind of leaves me at a point where I'm kind of like, damn, like what could have been, um, because those are two teams that I think are greatly altered. Like I think, like as I said, I think Phoenix is right in the mix with those other teams and then i think that the liberty at the very least our 500 team with benajalani in the lineup which puts them in the playoffs as well um yeah i think those are two playoff teams that are compromised by unfortunate circumstances because uh, as you said the liberty were definitely fun last year to watch And to watch how unstoppable Brittany Griner was in the the low block last year, and how great she was also not just in the low block as a scorer, but as a rim protector, Um, and how she changed the game so much for that team. Like, you like the things that you see Sophie Cunningham, for example, and Skylar Diggins Smith, like they're both really playing well. And I mean, DT is doing what she does, still averaging like 17 a game. just imagining and picturing how much easier all of their lives would be if BG was on the floor and would be drawing double team, drawing attention and like you know the major highlight of her in the playoffs was just the her ability to move and distribute the basketball to the shooters and stuff like that so
1: mm-hmm. yeah just unfortunate all right now one team that is uh surprisingly not good is Minnesota. Absolutely. Like, you know, I know they're missing people, but still to be 10 and 19. That's crazy. And Sylvia files last season at that. Right. Like to not, I just don't, I don't know. I'm just very surprised that they're that they're this bad. And Sylvia, yeah, they, they were in the playoffs last year. I'm just don't. Yep. yep, got upset, but they were. Um, Sylvia Fowles
0: is having a good season too. Like, is not is is Nafisa Collier coming back? Ever
1: come, Is she ever coming back? Yeah, I'm not sure why she's not playing. I think because I, I know she had a baby. Yeah, I guess I guess she's just out because because uh, like I don't know maybe. You know, so I guess she, needs, she just needs time. She's not going back this season now. I'm like, no, makes- no, 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 no. I wouldn't come back this season. Yeah. I'm good <laughs> <at> that. <laughs> uh, right. I like that. I knew she had a baby, but I didn't know like when and how long ago. But she's probably going to screw it. Yeah. Take the season off. And
0: I, you know, I'm, I'm sad because I don't think the GOAT coming back either.
1: Maya Moore. <laughs> nah, she's done, bro that's crazy wait for her to come back it's like waiting for a rihanna album i know it's, it hurts it hurts so much because she was like
0: she was like a better erika
1: nah she was tough
0: she was fired dog oh my goodness
1: Duffy was tough she's like a like a my career player like <laughs> you, know, you just got a couple seasons in my career and you just retire it was a
0: bucket yeah, yeah that was her bro.
1: She had her a couple of seasons, got her rings. She's like, "All right, I'm out of here." Yeah, she said, "I'm
0: too good for this."
1: I'm
0: gonna go. I'm gonna go change the world elsewhere. Yeah. Right? She's crazy. That's crazy. She was tough. Yeah. And yeah, but that yeah, that's an unfortunate season too. I I don't know what I don't know what happened there. I thought Minnesota would be at least
1: at least fighting for a spot. I don't know. Yeah, I mean they're still in the race, but it's just like they in the race, but they're not really in there. They like they act like the like the kings. They be in the they be in the playoff race, but we know they're not making it. Yeah, like
0: like it's like they in the party, but they at the door. Like, <laughs> right. like they dancing at the door. Right. So yeah, until they get turned around and be like, all right, you gotta go out, you gotta dance outside now.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, yeah, this is. That's crazy.
1: So, you know they go. They gonna get 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 a, get a nice draft pick. And who knows?
0: I hope so. I hope so. I like. Um, but I mean, even with them getting a like, if they were like, even if they were to draft a really good player, it's gonna hurt them either way because they're gonna lose Sylvia Fowles for good.
1: Yeah, for sure. Sylvia
0: Fowles is the best thing that's been going on for Minnesota basketball. So, at least for the, the you know, the links.
1: Where is there anything else you want to touch on, bro? Mm-hmm. I do, I, I honestly,
0: I want the, what I really want to touch on is, is playoff basketball,
1: baby. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I'll just, I just have one last thing to say, which I already said, but the WNBA, WNBA playoff format is so stupid so bad but that's all i have to say uh we need to get those uh and we we need to get
0: the, the league expansion going so they can stop playing
1: my thing is just like league expansion or not I mean, what, what is the logistics behind why they do what they do right first round buys and like what yeah, that's just cool. yeah you uh uh-huh.
0: And they all, uh, you know what? I will. I do have something to say on on that on that regard. They need to incentivize conference play more.
1: Yeah, there's no reason. I like. I'm watching. I don't see see like the point in saying there's a conference.
0: Yeah, like either you, because I mean, if they expanded, I think that they would adjust the playoff format to accommodate conferences more, or to make conferences make more sense, but. There is no point in having conferences with twelve teams, yeah, in the league. Um, and again, especially if you're not in- incentivizing conference play, like right now, the Aces are thirteen and two in conference play, but they they're not getting anything for it, so it doesn't really matter,
1: right? Because that's terrific. Yeah, because the playoffs uh, is just purely based on seating, not on who's where. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter so yeah that would, that I, guess I guess like like you're saying this is just a symptom of the league being too small mm-hmm. i think so but like but they, but they still have conferences that act like it matters when they, it doesn't <laughs> yeah uh, yeah conference yeah conferences don't matter. like i
0: would abolish conferences just conferences in general until you actually get enough teams for it to matter right like if they did a if they did like if they expanded to uh to to 16 teams and did i don't know maybe the best i'm trying to think because i would probably do it similar to how the nfl does it and probably do maybe, what ten playoff teams or eight playoff teams or something like that, and maybe maybe one team per comp, like the top seed in the conference gets a first round buy or something like that.
1: Yeah, that makes that makes more sense. Like I don't really like the concept of like giving at least in basketball. I know football is different, but at least in basketball. Out to the point in having first round buys i don't either i don't like first round i don't like first round buys in basketball let's do
0: series but yeah i i like the point i like series i, I think that for me if it was me because i would i would try to i would start at a 16 and at add at in, in, an expansion to 16 teams which is a lot which they they may do 14 first. No, mm-hmm. no. But I would, I would love sixteen myself. Um, and then maybe I would do four teams per conference, and then uh, the first couple series would be, you know, um, best of three, and then the final series would be best of five.
1: All right. That's that's how I would do it. Now that expansion draft is going to be interesting, because like you know they they are on the cusp of expansion. So, like when that expansion drive comes up, we see players get poached from this team or that team for the uh West West Bumblefuck, whatever is mm-hmm. gonna be very interesting. Well
0: for well well see, and that's the thing too, it's like most teams or mo yeah, most schools that have a men's basketball team has a women's basketball team, and that's all over the country. And yeah. so you have the pool and it's also, it's like, for example, if somebody is on their, you know, their Kyrie tip and they want their own team, it's like, okay, I see this team expanding. They're in a big city. Like, for example, like, again, like, you could get a team in Florida. You can get a, another team in New York. You can get a team, uh, any, like, it's a lot of locations that you can get a basket, a WNBA team mm-hmm. and you know, you could be the big you could be the big name and thing in that place and be like, okay, I'ma get a star and I'm you know, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get another star to come with me and we're gonna go take this city over and you know be the first to win champ uh, championship here and whatnot. So it would be a really interesting dynamic because again, like a lot of the players or a lot of the top players are all on one or two teams. So it's like yeah you can divide the talent a little bit you can we can break it up and make the league stronger in that way so yeah it'll it'd be it'll be fun to see i hope that we get to an expansion one day i really do i'm 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 praying on an expansion they'll probably do 14 but i would hope 16 i would want 16.
1: all right yeah, sixteen. Like if, once I get to that, I feel like they can they can rock with that for a little bit, work out some kinks. They, once you get to that number, you can really start like overcoming some of the small league challenges that they face in terms of uh, scheduling and things like that. Absolutely, because at that point it's a decent sized pool of teams. Mm-hmm. But you know, depends on what cities what cities are interested, who's willing to pay mm-hmm. stuff that there's a lot of variables so yeah we'll just see what happens cuz they have been you know, they've been talking extensively about expansion for the last couple of years yeah. and each year it's looking more and more like it's going to happen or that they're going to announce something and you know there's talk like after this season depending on how things go they may uh make some moves so i'm praying on it i'm really praying on it
0: cuz i would love an expansion
1: all right any any other last last remarks no i don't have any other last remarks i'll just again as i said
0: i just want to touch playoff basketball and um thank you for listening to us you know and uh hope i hope that we can start to get more quality content back out
1: i know it's been a while and that's all i got Right. You know, we had some episodes in the talk that are ready, ready to go, but um technical difficulties. <laughs> so those episodes are lost in the vault at the moment. We'll see if we ever get them back. But um yeah, we will be back our uh, we'll back on our grind. We took our little summer break, but game time recordings are going to be regular again. Thanks for tuning in to Game Time again. My name is Zach Wright, coached by John Mare Wilson. And you can follow us on Instagram at game time underscore podcast on Facebook at game time with ZNJ and on Twitter at game time underscore ZNJ. So keep up with us on our posts and the episodes and memes and all the good stuff. And if you want to listen to more episodes, this one and past episodes and future episodes, you can find us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, anchor. Um, sorry if the meowing is coming up, I have a cat on my lap, <laughs> but um, yeah, so we can't wait to talk more basketball and game time and we're looking forward to uh, keeping the ball rolling. Peace y'all.